Hey, we're back with another episode of e-commerce and brand growth, the complete guide. I'm your host, Michael Campanaro, and today's topic will be focused around how to make sure that your site is always at its best and the importance of quality assurance testing. Um, Something that we do as a company is focus on the health of our clients' websites on an ongoing basis. But this is something that our clients could actually be doing on their end as well um, if they wanted to, or you could be doing it even if you're not working with an outside partner, but just want to make sure that things are operational and functioning at their best on an ongoing basis, especially if you have a lot of work happening on the site. Um, Quality assurance is something that you can hire externally for as well. We uh, have worked before in the past with certain contractors that can do this. There are people out there that you can hire to do quality assurance testing. However, it's not something out of your reach to be doing at some level on an ongoing basis. Um, When we use quality assurance will depend on the need for it. Sometimes in a development environment, we'll be using these tests before and after we push new updates to a website or we'll just monitor our clients' websites monthly and uh, run a test on their site to just make sure that things are functioning properly and there are no errors or bugs that we're finding. Um, we typically recommend monitoring this in some sort of tracking system, like a even a spreadsheet, as old school as that seems. That's actually sometimes the best way to go for stuff like this, but you can also use project management tools Um, We've used Asana in the past as well as Monday, and this can allow you to create somewhat of like a testing chart that can create a system that sort of pass-fails different sections of your website. So I'll I'll get into that in a second when I talk about how to to set that up for your your testing. But I did want to just focus on some of the top reasons why you would or how you would focus on quality assurance testing. Uh, Number one is checking the browser compatibility, which is a pretty pretty simple um, concept. You wanna just test on different browsers. So Safari, um, Chrome, those are the two top ones that you should be testing. Um, And really just make sure that you are reviewing your sites um, on both. Sometimes I'll pull up a two windows on a monitor where I can monitor both like pages at the same time, just validating that it's working and making sure that there's a really high level of compatibility. Um, and yeah, you want to make sure that there are some things that will work. Um, even, even if they're working on Chrome, you may find that Safari isn't working at all. I actually had one client that used Safari so much that it really shed some light into how much can go wrong on one browser. So you want to make sure that you're testing um, cross-browser compatibility. Uh, you also want to make sure um, that you are testing functionality throughout the site. Uh, so this is stuff like add to cart buttons, um, checkout, Uh, account creation, navigation, anything that's like moving parts, like functionality wise, you want to make sure that those are compatible on different devices. Testing on mobile and desktop and tablet is a great way to go about doing that. A lot of the times in these tests, we we always will run things on um, 
actual physical uh, devices, or you may use something like browser stack to run those tests on different devices. That can also allow you to test responsiveness, allowing you to see um, how things differ from one one like device to another. Uh, shopping can be a completely different experience, and there can be a lot of things that aren't seen as uh, UX sort of hazards on desktop, but then you get to mobile and it's preventing you from actually getting a product to cart. So make sure that you're always testing on multiple browsers and keeping track of that. Uh, another big thing that you want to be testing is uh, for broken links around your site. So uh, make sure that you've gone through uh, all of your collections, all of your blog posts, your landing pages, and make sure that there are no broken sites or broken links or links that are pointing to 404s. If you catch them um, like in this way, it's really great to get them fixed as, as soon as you can. Uh, if you can jump in there and fix it, just fix it um, once you have a list down and you can sort of, sort of go through, the, through that and check that off your list. Um, those are the major things that we would be looking for overall, just from a really high level. Um, but I do want to get into how you can approach this. So, um, so I mentioned it before, but spreadsheets are a great way of doing this. Um, and what we do in a spreadsheet is lay out sections of the website as sort of headers um, as you move down in your spreadsheet, and um, within each section there would be the a sort of an outline of what exists there and what needs to be tested. So just, just for example, um, I would organize a header as its own section. And in that header, you might have uh, your promo banner, your logo, your navigation, your search cart, and some links. And so I would have that listed out in a column. And then I would follow up with that by uh, writing in exactly what is expected there. So um, go through your site, make a note of exactly what's expected. If there's a promo banner, say how that promo banner functions and what it should appear to look like. I like to write this out in a detail column and then make any notes about the, that in another column next to that. This allows me to just keep track of how it looks originally. And then each time I come back to it to test it, I can use that as a starting point to view how uh, things should look. And if you handed this off to someone else who wasn't familiar with the site yet, they would know that that's how it's supposed to look or function. So they would actually be able to say that this uh, pro promo banner either looks good to go or it has failed the test. And that's another column that I would have is a pass fail column that you can either pass uh, pass meaning like it it checks out and it looks good or fail meaning that something's wrong with w what happened when you reviewed it and then you would make an additional comment column telling you if something else has uh, a, a kind of come up you would put a note in there too um, this spreadsheet that you built out, you also should have a column for screenshots too. It's a great way to um, just screenshot anything and just keep keep track of what things are supposed to look like. So if you were just starting this today and you have never done it before, just start off sectioning out a spreadsheet into different um, buckets. And so like so heading be header being another one, uh, my account 
pages are another one that are good sections. Uh, the footer could be considered a section. In the footer, you would have things like links, Instagram, like a module, um, social icons, like mailing list and entrance, just sort of like look at it and just list out what you see. Um, and then I would do pages, collections, um, and product pages, but just as like a whole. So for example, like the product pages, you don't need to go through every single product page, um, but you should go through the product um, detail pages and make sure that they have certain things that are, uh, that are supposed to be there. So, uh, like if the first time you scan your site and you notice there's like little links at the top called breadcrumbs, you might put like breadcrumbs, uh, then you might put like the hero image, thumbnails, test the product details, test the add to cart button, uh, just a list of exactly what you want to test. And now once you've built out a spreadsheet like this, you can, um, the first time is always like the most time consuming, but then when you come back to it on a monthly basis or on a weekly basis, you actually can just use this as a checklist. Um, and what I do after each test is just put a, uh, a note about the last test that was done for each specific item. That way I know the very last time it was tested and what I'm comparing it to. Um, and that's a great way to just keep track of, of how things are improving. Now, I would highly recommend in the QA process that you should be creating task lists for things that need to get done. If there are bugs or things that you notice in here that could be improved, I would say to make notes in the additional comments fields or maybe even just make a recommendations field. So for example, if you, if you notice you don't really like that promo banner at the top, um, but you think it could function better if it uh, like was in a different color or something, you can make a recommendation for that and come back and fix it later. Don't try to do this all at once. Um, another tool that we uh, really love using for anything website related and could be a great way to track any issues that you come across is called Bugherd, uh, B-U-G-H-E-R-D. Um, it is an awesome tool that acts as an extension to your browser. And when you're on your website, you can click different things on the site um, and you can make tickets for them. So in this process, if you're finding bugs, you could be tracking your bugs in a, a system like that or in a project management tool. But this document that you've created in the spreadsheet is really just a pass fail test. So it's a good way to look through your site. And I think that it gets you active on your site in an organized way so that you're um, really being specific when you're looking at each page. Um, like I mentioned before, functionality is a really big deal in here. So just really try to focus on things like call to action buttons, uh, add to cart buttons, cart operations, um, and even in your accounts, for example, uh, sign up for an account, put your email in there, create an account, view your orders, look at the order page, have this all listed out, like your entire site, and go through and run a test on it. Um, like I said before, it can be kind of daunting the first time you create a spreadsheet like this, but um, but in in the next rounds, it will get nicer and easier to use and your team can adopt stuff like that. So I um, we help with, with this with our clients. We do it on an ongoing basis after we run um, updates on sites. It's a great way to stay on top of things and I would highly recommend it for quality assurance on your site. 
So that is today's episode. I would love if you have any questions. I think you can leave it, leave them in uh, on Spotify. You can you can reply and, and ask questions. Um, always feel free to reach out to me. My company is Porters. It, again, is a marketing consulting company. Um, our website is porters.io. And um, and this is has been another episode of e-commerce and brand growth, the complete guide with your host, Michael Campanero. I will talk to you soon. Hope everyone has a great day.